Garage Guys NASCAR podcast is brought to you by Hooters. That's right. Hooters is for race day. Hooters is for garage guys. We all know this. And right now, if you download the Hooters app or go to order.hooters.com and use promo code garage guys, you're going to save $10 on any $30 or more to go order. That offer is valid at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders $30 or more. And use promo code garage guys while dining in just by telling your Hooters waitress about promo code garage guys to save you $10 on any $40 plus dine in order valid at HOA locations for food, non-alcoholic beverages and merchandise. Enjoy your Hooters and enjoy the garage guys NASCAR podcast. It's the garage guys NASCAR podcast. We are live at worldwide technology raceway, the NHRA Midwest nationals, our first NHRA event of all time and we have a special guest antron brown our guy right here a champion of champions a man of men he's got the pink on he's he's already rocking it strong and i like that i like i like a man that can wear some pink man wear it proud it, it, it's it's hard to pull off pink but thing about it is when you're so pretty yeah. But if you, that's the thing, if you could pull off pink, that's like the best color a man could pull off, right? Exactly. We're, like, we're kind of loud too. Like today, I didn't even know he was going to wear Earnhardt and I had on I Earnhardt. So we're, we're some NASCAR guys, but we're ready, we're ready to learn about the life of taking a straight and rocket shipping down a drag strip. So how many years have you been drag racing, Antron? I mean, it's my 26, 26 year as a professional. 26 years. What does it take for somebody to be competitive in this sport for 26 years? Just the want to, the know-how, and the willing to sacrifice and and putting the work in. It's like anything else. I started off when I was really young, and uh, I, I was a professional at the age of 20, racing pro-stock motorcycles. So I raced motorcycles for 10 years, and this is my 16th year in a top fuel car. So I always loved it, kept my head down, and man, I just I just love the intensity and just the pressure the sport puts on you. You know, I, got, I want to back up here for a second because, and I'm sure you get asked this all the time, but it's such a fascinating deal. You've got, like, world-class Olympic speed, and you chose this? Yeah. You decided to go this route? I got to know, like, what factored into you, I mean, as a, I guess, a world-class athlete, switching and, and doing this dangerous stuff, man? Like, what went into that? I think the biggest thing for me was that I grew up a vivid drag racing fan. My dad and uncle were drag racing before I was born. And at sportsman level, not the pro level like this is, right? Right. So we grew up around it, and then like when I grew up, it's like, man, if I could just do that for a living, I'm all in. And when I got the opportunity, I just said real quick, I'm like, my, I'll never forget my track coach at LIU. I remember Coach Carter goes, A.B., you leaving? I said, Coach, I'm out. I'm out like shout. I'm on a new route, baby. I'm on a new route, and that's what I did. I came, I came in all in with Troy Vincent for the Philadelphia Eagles, yeah. a defensive cornerback for the Philly. Uh, he said, he told me he goes, he want to start a new race team. So once he told me that and said that he wanted me to be a rider, I said that's my start. I got to go. Yeah, he was on those good Eagles teams with like Donovan McNabb. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe some Brian Dawkins in there, too. Brian Dawkins was winning, yeah. Bobby yeah. Taylor, their quarterback attack. Bobby Brian Dawkins came in under Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Shout out to was... Donovan, by the way. I haven't heard that name in such a long time. I used to play with Donovan McNabb on Madden constantly. What? Yeah, that was, that was my guy. That was my jam. Him or Michael Vick. Michael Vick was the more popular one. Yeah. And then Michael as Vick the games run. continued, 
I, I said, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Donovan. So are you an Eagles fan? You're oh, from absolutely. New Jersey. so really? I'm South okay. Jersey. So Eagles, Flyers, Sixers, man, all of them, and the Phillies. Like, I love all of them. Man. Couldn't ride with the, the Jets. Yeah, couldn't ride with well, the Jets, right? Jets is North North Jersey. That's more New Yorker. But, man, now, I mean, I used to watch them every once in a while, the Giants. But I was always, always a Phillies fan. I love that. Philadelphia, uh, actually, I know the Phillies right now, they're gearing up to go in the postseason in baseball, yeah. so that's cool. There's a lot of good things happening in Philly. I have never been to Philly. I want to try to get there at some point. One thing that I did want to talk to you about, so, you know, you went from going fast on feet, now you go fast in cars. You've just been going fast your whole life. You're kind of like NHRA's Ricky Bobby in a way. Like, you just you want to go fast all the time. <laughs> so, you also have three children who are competing in NHRA as well. Uh, and and these, these kiddos that you've got, I guess that, that's just continuing that lineage, like you said. It's all you've known. You're passing that down. What is it like attending those events? Like, do you, do you ever get nervous as a dad watching these kiddos do that thing? No, the, the crazy part is when they first started, I ain't going to lie to you, I was nervous. You know, you get nervous where you yeah. go, you go, oh, man, don't, don't do that. Oh, oh, oh. Like, like, the thing about it is once I learned, these kids are so sharp at an early age. My kids started racing when they were six years old. Wow. My youngest son, Adler, did. Anson started at eight because I was the age he had to start, and my daughter Ariana got into it when she was 12. So watch them do what they do, and when they came in, they had that gene, brother. They had that gene where they didn't want to lose. And my daughter, which came back from Frank Holly School and got her super comp license, she took to that like a duck to water. She was like, boom. She's like, Dad, I just wanted to drive it the whole way, Dad. I'm ready. I'm like, this girl is like, she was like really, really good. I was like, oh, man, you're in trouble. Oh, and wow. my, son, just, my son Anson's like that, too. Just natural, right? Yes. So yes. I, that's a good topic leading off of that is like when you started in this, how do you train? Like how do you train to learn how to drive one of these race cars? Because, I mean, I don't even value these as like race cars. They're like jets. They're like rocket ships. So how do you train yourself? And then how do you train your kids? You know, I, I, it's crazy to me. It's foreign. Yes. They are honestly land rockets, okay? Land rockets. Let it go, boom, like when you take off the line. The craziest part of it is it's just reps. You got to get in it. You got to start off in the lower tier classes and work your way up, just like any other sport. Like, you know what I mean? Don't start in NASCAR. You start go-kart racing first. Then you might do some quarter midgets, some dirt track stuff. Then you'll migrate up, go to sprint car. Then you might go out there, just the same thing with us. Like, we start in the sportsman ranks. You might start off like I start off with a street bike. My kids, I didn't have them when I was born, but my kids start off with junior dragsters. Like the ones you see right over the way over here in the back of us back there. They start off with that. British Stratton motor going 30 mile an hour down a drag strip. They learn all the stuff, how to stage a car, how to drive the big end, leave the start line on time, and how to keep the car straight so they can repeat the same thing over. It's like anything else. Muscle memory, like a golf swing. So what's uh, like the a top speed of the lowest end Type of dragster that you started in? Oh, you could buy you could buy a used turnkey car, entry level, for anywhere from three to five grand. And how? What's like the top speed on a car like that? Oh, the top speed will be about 30, 35 miles an hour. Oh, okay. And that's for somebody that's five to seven years old. Gotcha. So you can start them out at five. So once you become eight, you can actually go up to fifty miles an hour, and then you run eleven ninety. So what what speed? did you start in when you were getting in like well lowest well, level highest speed well for me i didn't start drag racing at all because they didn't have that when i was a kid you started bikes, i started off, i started off racing motocross i raced dirt bikes that's right okay i started off racing motocross when i threw a dirt bike when i was four started racing motocross 
when I was six, but raced it like nonstop when I was 12. That's amazing. So with motocross, uh, did, did you ever did you ever maybe do like some kind of like uh, organic training like on a BMX bike? Yeah, I, I, I rode BMX bikes before I did. My brother was a BMX racer. My older really? Brother. Does he know Matt Hoffman? Oh, yeah. We know Matt Hoffman. I knew Matt Hoffman when he first started. How are you on a half pipe? I'm not a half pipe guy. I'm a racing guy. Okay, so straight. I could straight. do a half pipe. I could go up and down and, and like bunny hop and like turn around and come back down, but I'm not doing the flips and spins. Can you and, work pegs? No, no, I didn't have no pegs. Oh, I was a racing guy, brother. I was a big peg BMX. guy. I, I was I was good I was good on the pegs on the half pipe. Woo. So that's what I love. But I, I think love my, that you know Matt Hoffman. I think yeah. my highest experience is like rollerblading, dude. Straight up. You know. Not yeah. the highest of speeds compared to what, what you started in, but no, but it's still got it's got wheels like, on it. It's got wheels. You got some speed going down the hills and stuff like that. Scraped you know? up knees, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Has I'll, anyone ever attempted to like to like to like get on rollerblades or a bike, tie it to the back of no, a, no, a, no, a, no, of a, of a no, car? No, no, no. Too much. No, no. You wouldn't even try. Absolutely not. It would be too extreme. Well, I you, would got, try. you got to remember this. When we leave the start line, we go from zero to one hundred miles an hour in point eight of a second. And that's what I'm still having trouble wrapping my mind around because I've read that and I can see it on here. So we're going to experience this for the first time on Saturday. We're here on Friday right now doing these interviews, getting to know you guys. We're excited. We're, they're going to have us at the line as well. Yeah, what's, so, a, what's a good hint you can give us on what to prepare for in that moment? What you guys got to get, re get ready for is not what you're going to see, is what you're going to feel. Oh, we're getting metaphysical. Oh, you're gonna you gonna you gonna feel. Something. Is there enhanced ear protection versus the standard? Oh yeah. Yeah. You want to get the nice purple, the ones that you lube up a little bit, pop in the ears, the seal your ears completely off. Okay. So <laughs> the foam ones won't do you no justice. The little foam ones you squeeze, let squeeze back. Hot tip. They will not do you any justice. That's what we're hearing because everybody's like, make sure you have. So we're NASCAR guys, right? Yes. Like we like the, our main bread and butter is NASCAR. We're we're we're, we're big in the oval racing world. Okay, so this is, like I said, all new to us. We're so used to not having earplugs. You know, we're borderline deaf now. Yeah. So, but everybody says it doesn't matter if you can't hear, you still want to have the earplugs here. Yeah. So I, I'm definitely going to come. I thought about pop, probably purchasing some, like, earmuffs as well. Yes, to go put on them top. on. But the craziest part is when we hit the gas pedal and you're standing in the middle of two of us, you're going to feel like somebody just came and just touched you. Like they literally pushed you. Like you'll feel something go, you're like, like a spirit. You're like, what the heck was that? Like, literally, we are number two on the Richter scale. We'll sell off car alarms out in the parking lot. So is it is it safe to so say this alarms. is the, the, the eighth wonder of the world, is these cars? Oh, oh, let me tell you something. When you come here, this is like a spectacle. Like, you know, you go say, hey, I went saw the space shuttle take off. Yeah. This is going to be one of those type of spectacles. You will never forget wow. it in your entire life. What was your first time? How old were you when you got to experience seeing Ten it? Ten years old. I've been to the drag strip before I was 10, but this is to see the sportsman racers, okay? Okay. Then I got to go to a drag strip to the big race, like a national event like this. My dad and uncle took me there when I was 10 years old because they said that I knew what's happening, what's going on. And I was like, okay, what, what's the big deal? I see these cars all the time. This is boring to me because I don't get to race. I don't get to drive. I'm just going to go watch somebody else race, right? I'm all about racing, right? Man, they lit that nitro car up on the start line. I'll never forget I was playing my matchbox car. Up on the on, on the oh, wooden no. bleacher. Oh no! caught you off guard. And I was like, "What is that?" I thought the world was coming to an end. Oh my god! Because like when it does, it goes. Bah, 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 bah. I mean, it'll shake everything around you. And wow. I'm like, just I'm like, what was happening? Then they did a burnout. Like what? And I was like, 
I felt it touch me. Then when they took off the start line and they hit wide open, it came through me. It felt like somebody took, like, you're going to feel it. Feel like a, like you ever know you ever been somewhere where like a hundred mile an hour car goes past you and you feel like the wheel goes, yeah, like that, you right? Just feel like this wind, this like you, phantom wind. Right? Well, phantom wind. Well, how about if somebody took ten of them and hit you in the stomach and chest with it, like a phantom shove? That's what it's gonna feel like. Okay. Is yeah, it, I'm getting nervous just just hearing you talk. I'm excited. I feel like I'm beating another sweat. They, see, I as love we go. I love like I love living on the edge. You know what I mean? So like the excitement of that it's got oh. me hyped up. Oh, you're gonna be living on the edge. All right. And then that smoke is like tear gas. It's gonna make you cry. It's gonna make snot come out your nose. Oh my god. And you're gonna be like this. I saw NFL football players come here and sit on the starting line and they drop to the ground when the cars take off. What NFL? Who? Who? Yo, like Brian Coleman's been here. Oh my God! Fletcher Cox comes all the hey, time. Hey, you knock Fletcher Cox State, out baby. with yeah. the car? Who? Well, Fletcher loves this. He's racing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Fletcher's used to it. He knew what was happening. Okay. He grew up around drag racing. Wait, wait did you just say Fletcher? He, he, Cox. Yeah, he drives. Fletcher he Cox. wants to yeah, drive. Yeah, drive. He owns a race team. Oh, he owns a team. He I owns a pro mod team and a small tire outlaw small tire. You see, like too. we're the most unprepared people right now. I was gonna say, well, dude, yeah. that's amazing. That's yeah. a curveball. I went yeah. to Mississippi State, so I yeah. Fletcher Dude, Cox. Staley used to come out all the time, and Troy, when he was out, he used to bring off his friends. Yeah. So there's a lot of Bobby people. Taylor. Brian Dawkins been out here, Terrell Buckley, all kind of football people's been out here before. And not just that, but celebrities as well, I'm assuming. Oh, all the time, all day. That was what I wanted to get into next because I found out a really interesting fact about you. So when I'm at home, one of my pastimes, uh, now that I'm in my 30s, I like to just sit around and don't do anything for like an hour and watch Storage Wars. And I found out that you were on season three of Storage Wars. Yeah, what are, we got to hear about this. I have questions. All right, for one... Do they know what's in the storage compartment before they get it? They honestly don't. Wow. They don't. Breaking so, news. So when they get there, that's what makes the TV so much real TV because it's coming up to see their eyes and their faces. And the bad part is they don't even know what the hell they're built like bidding on. They're bidding so on the locker. So it's 100%. They get to open it up and just get a breeze in there like they look like that. And they're like, oh, I think something good in here. I'm, I'm going to go after it. And it's, it's a luck of chance. Right. And, and Barry... Like, you know, I'm good friends with Barry Wise. I met him at a Supercross race. I was going to watch the Supercross. Shout out, Barry. And me and Barry are really good friends. I got to stay at his house, everything. Me and him went riding motorcycles up in the, up in the, up in the winding roads in California up the Highway 3. And uh, we had a good time, man. He's, he's, a, he's a heck of a host. And every time he comes out, I lay the red carpet out for him. And uh, we just had a good time, man. And I got to be on a show because he got, like, actually a, a old school moon eyes, like, blower manifold system. Okay. You know what I mean? So I got to look at it, and I say, well, I had a bit, so I go do research on it and tell him how much it was worth. And he didn't have an OG. It was a remake. It wasn't one of the OG ones. So it was That's got to be the worst. But it was still worth, it was still worth 800 bucks. That's money. So he still made money. Like OG ones worth, would be worth like $2,800. I feel like Barry got fat stacks. Like, I feel like that dude, he hustles, bro. Well, he's got fat stacks because Barry, him and, his, him and his brother, they're in the food business. So they oh. sell high-end produce to all the restaurants there in California off of Sunrise and Hollywood Boulevard. Amazing. So, so, so he hustled on the side. Yeah, so he knows all these high-end restaurants. So when I got to stay with them, I got to go do kitchen tours and sit down and eat from all these different restaurants. That's a lesson in business. Like, That's like awesome. good stuff, like good food, good, it's good food. Good, amazing sweet. stuff. Yes, it's good stuff. I love that, too. So, so we know that you've been on that now. Which was an amazing find for me. Great story. Um, 
also found out that you were an NFT guy. You launched an NFT in 2022. Is that correct? NFT? You got an NFT? I mean, I, like, between us, like, you know, I, I call it like NFT, like uh, no bleeping telling. I think that's the best way to call them. But it means non-fungible token. You know, like the crypto boom or crypto something? Crypto Was that? No, maybe, that wasn't me. That wasn't, you Wikipedia, looked up the wrong. Wikipedia got you wrong. Got the Wikipedia, wrong yeah. Wikipedia says you got NFTs, bro. The, the Storage Wars was correct, at least. Storage yeah. Wars was right. I did Storage Wars. It's hit or miss with Wiki. Don't, it, it, don't trust yeah, so, it. No, no, I have no idea about that. But I can tell you one thing is that uh, I also was on Top Gear America. Okay. I was a co-host on Top Gear America with uh, with Bill Fickner or William Fickner. He's a movie star. And then a guy named Tom Ford, which the nickname is Wookie. He's from the U.K. He was one of the writers for the original Top Gear out of the U.K. And we all did a show together and had a great time for a year. It was a blast. So What'd I you get to drive? What'd you get I to drove drive? everything, brother. Everything. Like, Just anything like you could, sample. Anything you could think about. What was the favorite thing you drove? I think one of the favorite things, the most favorite things I did, I really I really fell in love with the with the Lamborghini uh, Huracan. You know what I mean? Like the Huracan, it was a really cool car. The Acura NXS, the new one, oh, was wow. really, really cool. And uh, I was really surprised. You know what I mean? I got to drive a... Uh, uh, shoot, I got to buy, drive some of the newer SUVs that were coming out. You know what I mean? So from like a Lamborghini SUV, Jaguar SUV. What that Lambo truck like? Man, let me tell you something, man. When you got in it, I was actually pretty like, wow, this is like not the typical Lambo style. Right. Because it was like kind of like normal, like what you drive every day. And they have to make the price point where you could buy them. You know what I mean? Who's so, buying it, though? Hey, people over in Europe buying them. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> And some high roll trying to get a up, lease. You know, you, you know what I mean? Do you hop in those exotic cars and they just feel like whatever? Can, yeah, you know, like because you're like, going 340 or 330 I, honest, out here. Honestly, yeah. I'm a car enthusiast and I'm old school muscle is what I love. I love like an old school 67 Nova. Oh, I like yeah. all the cars from the 60s, 70s. They got some cool ones, but this, like the late 60s was where it was happening. You got right. you got a you collection? Uh, I don't have a collection, but I'm working on. It. I'm like I'm, I'm looking right now. Where I want to buy and rebuild a '67 or '66 so Nova. You're working on your own cars. Yes, that's what I love about them. You see my scars? Look at the scars. See all the scars on my hands? That's from working on stuff. This you is a mechanic right look here, look a real deal. Look at all of them. I can see look it. So them. I had a '98 Mustang for a minute. Look at all my scars. See oh yeah. Them all? Oh yeah. I got some nicks. That's all. How long you been working on? I, got I saw your yesterday. family's been big oh, into brother. the. Yeah. I work on man. I've been working. I've been working since I was a little kid. My family owned their own septic tank excavating type business and septic tank service. So we've been working on our own stuff forever. Do it yourselfers the whole time, and uh, that's what it's all about for me is just keeping your head down and, and putting the work in, brother. And you can have anything in this life you want, Amen. as long as you go out and get it. And work you, for you it. get your kids to get their knuckles dirty all the Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's we don't go away unless they work on their car. Got to. And they got to clean it up, too. That's what I was saying. I have, I love old car. Like anything new, I feel like nowadays it's just a computer you're driving. Yes. I want to get something where I can, like, look at YouTube. I can learn how to fix it myself. You know, as a guy that didn't grow up as a mechanic, I want to be able to fix it on my own. But you got to get the old school vehicles. So I love that you're doing that and you're restoring these cars, you're going to end up having a probably a, a gigantic, amazing collection. And I'm sure you're probably going to end up putting them on the strip. You remember that show Pinks from back in the day? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. You think you can run it back? Oh, absolutely. I want to run it back. I, I'm trying absolutely. to figure out a way. I think him and I can host it, and then you can invest in it 
you know, yeah, you, that's just, a good you idea. pay for it, and then we'll be there. And oh, I, we oh, promise. Oh, I, I get to pay for it. Yeah. See that? That's that. That's you pay that, for, it. and then no. we'll give you the pink slips on the low. There you go. See, and yeah. that's how we'll build your collection. <laughs> we're, we're building a business right now, mm -hmm. and we just met like this yeah, business. Y'all super smart. I like I like yeah. the way y'all work yeah. the business. We look we it. look smart. But yeah. as as the guy on Shark Tank, because of that reason, I am out. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Well, look, this is this has been Antron Brown again. AB Motorsports, second year owning his own team. Top Fuel man is a three time champion. If you haven't checked out NHRA or you, I know a lot of our viewers don't really know much about NHRA. We're just now getting into this world. This is the time. They gave me these cool cards. So usually this is the point where I'll be like, what's your social media handle? But I got it a lot. You got right it right here. there. Antron Brown it. TF at AB Motorsports or Antron Brown TF. And also shop AntronBrown.com for all your merch. You want it? Look. Get the flavor, baby. Get the you have to support Easy. it because we're, we're just started a business, so you support Antron. That's how we live it. That's how we're making money now. Cheers yeah. to us and, our, and, and Pinks. Pink, Pinks, too. Yeah.